What's up, everybody, and welcome back to yet another edition of the Jetstream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. With me, as always, is my partner in crime, Connor Sheeran. I am Jesse Finver. Connor, how are we doing? I'm, all, I'm at about as all right as I guess I can be, considering <laughs> what we had to put up with this week. You yeah, know? so I mean, uh, that whole yeah. must-compete thing. No. <laughs> the whole... <laughs> Must score points in the first quarter thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> they were, no, they they were got, close. They got really they, close. <laughs> they got real close. <laughs> just couldn't make that field goal, you know? <laughs> yeah. Not great. Not great on Sunday. So we've had an eventful uh, an eventful couple of days. Um, what is Today's Wednesday. No, today's, today's Thursday. Oh Thursday, my. yeah. Yeah, that's right. All right. So let's start with the Patriots game. Um this is bad. <laughs> it wasn't good. It wasn't this is, fun. This not just the, yeah. I mean, like Mac Jones had his first three hundred yard game. Um, you know, <laughs> Zach Wilson got hurt, and I think that's where we start. I, you know, I'm just uh, <sighs> yeah. A sigh is a good way dis- description of how you should feel about that game. It's not even that game. It's just this team in this franchise right now. Um, I'm starting to get like apathetic. That's and I think apathetic is a good word because honestly, I wasn't like upset or like even sad Sunday. Yeah. As as it kind of just just like, Oh yeah. It it was was just like, like, it was more of the same. It it was more of the same. The the Patriots marched down the field with like no resistance on that first drive, and I was like, okay, well it's gonna be that day. Like you you can tell how a game's gonna go based on like the opposing team's like first drive. You know what this was? What's that? This was a game of Madden, a little brother versus a big brother, and the little brother start. You know, you ever see that video? of that little kid and his older brother makes him cry and he's crying <laughs> yeah. and literally like as he's yes. beating him and it might be not be Madden. It might be 2k. I think it was Madden though. And that's just what it is. Like, yep. but, but, but even, even it, it takes it a step further. Like at this point, like it's, it's more like uh just um, instead of like crying, you, you, you punch your controller through your TV and you storm off. You just chuck of, it. A so rage brave. quit. You know, a rage. Are you familiar with rage quitting? Of course. Who isn't? Yes. So anyone, this was, anyone that plays Call of Duty or Halo is very familiar with a good rage quit. <laughs> so this is uh th- this was a good this was a good old fashioned rage quit where you know I you know what no it wasn't a rage quit because you know like they did like in the second half as they as they usually do like they started to like be more creative I guess and that's the only word I can use to describe it. Because like they had like that Elijah Moore end around, and like right. that was it, and like that was the that was it, that was <laughs> that was like the most exciting play of the game, I guess. Yeah, it, it, the fact yeah. that like Elijah Moore got his first touchdown didn't come on a pass, but it but they, they got him involved. That right. was exciting. But you know? but, but it's not. It wasn't a rage quit. It was like uh, it was like an, at a certain point you just kind of give up and you start just throwing, you just start chucking it up. Yeah, and you throw an interception on like every drive in Madden, yeah. where like you just throw a bomb and they pick it off, and then get the ball back after they score, and then you throw a bomb and they pick it off, and you know I've been playing a lot of Madden recently and <laughs> having, having, having that experience. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm familiar with it, but uh, 
this was just a shit show from start to start to finish. Um, once you lose your rookie, like your rookie quarterback, your face of the franchise, um, I think we just need to be thankful that it wasn't something super serious. I'll be out from two for two to four weeks. I kind of wish it was it happened two weeks ago, so we would have had the buy. Yeah, whatever. Um, I think I think the honestly they say two to four weeks, but um, the absolute earliest probably that I think we see him or I, honestly I hope that we see Wilson come back is the week of Thanksgiving that's that's a full four weeks that'd be nice and, and honestly like I saw someone say that and, and we'll get to the the Flacco thing but it feels like they wouldn't have brought in Flacco if they were if they were confident it would be any anything less than four weeks right because right. Flacco, Flacco it, 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 he's not playing on Sunday like he's not even dressing up and, yeah, he's not at the facility yet. Yeah, and he might not even play. He, and then the next game is Thursday night against the Colts. So he's probably not playing that either. Like, I just – I don't know what these guys anymore. Um, we had some good vibes heading into this season. Uh, you know, they beat the Titans, which was a, a fun win. And you're thinking, like, all right, you know, then you're going to uh, go to London. You play a bad Falcons team and – all this stuff, and it's just been a disappointment after a disappointment after a disappointment. And this has been going on for years, man. It's just, yep. and I, I don't even like, like, I don't know, man. like, who's even consuming Jets? Co- who wants to like, who wants to like hear about the Jets right now? Like, if yep. you're a Jets fan, like, why are you listening to this podcast, man? Say, but what, does that, what does that say about us that we're still recording a Jets podcast? Not, let alone, let alone listening to one. Right? Like, like <laughs> it's Knicks season. Like the yeah. Knicks are fun, good, and why are we putting ourselves through this? By the time like, you listen to this, the Knicks will have either won or lost against a very, very good Bulls team. But you know, yeah. they're a fun. They're at least a fun team to watch. The Jets ain't fun. They should be fun. No, like, they're we, not. We we hope that they coming into this season that like they would be, what do we say, competitive and at least like fun to watch. They're neither. I, I predicted six wins. You said five. That's like which, which honestly, and I'm I I know this sounds crazy, but based on like a stretch of games that they do have later in the season, that's still a number that could possibly possibly be hit. They play the Dolphins twice. They play the Jaguars. Like they have yeah, no, they the, do. E- the Eagles aren't good either. Like it's it's there's a stretch where they could pull out. They a also win. they'd also need Zach Wilson back. It'll be good for him, I think, to sit. He'll be back by that years. stretch. So, and, and I yeah, and I not to cut you off, but I do agree that it's going to be good for him to sit for a couple games. Yeah, it'll be good for him to sit and get an idea of what's uh of what's been going on with uh what he's been doing wrong. Right. Um. It's just uh. The vibes are really low in Jetsland right now. Like we had Woody Johnson come out and give him give a, a vote of confidence to the coaching staff and the GM. Like that. Like whenever the owner has to come out and address that. It's. I mean, and like, and we don't even have the number one pick right now. No. That belongs, that belongs to the Detroit Lions. So, by the way, who if the Jets played straight up, I'm taking the Lions for sure. The Lions are the Lions are zero and six. They're the best zero and six team ever. But guess probably. what? They they look pretty good in those losses, which is yeah. what we said that we wanted the Jets to be. They've lost they lost against uh, the Ravens only because Justin Tucker's a fucking freak of nature, and uh, 
what was I like? They came honestly came kind of like you want to hear a much of a loon I am. Like uh, I took the live Lions money line in that Rams game last week because they were up ten nothing at one point. That means they were competitive with one of the best teams in the league, the Lions, and with Dan Campbell as their coach. That guy, they're a fun team to watch. We're, the yeah. Jets are not. <laughs> the Jets are not. The fun. Jets are not. <laughs> they are not fun at all. They've had one fun game, um, and that team was missing their two best players. So, well, um, not Derek Henry, but their two best receivers. Two best sure. receivers. Yes, forgot about Derek. How can I forget about Derek Henry? I'll, I'll just put. I mean, and we're we're still on this Patriots game. The, this was more, I, I was at that first Patriots game. Um, this was more embarrassing than that, I think. Easily. Uh, I mean, just, I, I don't even know, like, what you say as a coach. Like, what, Man. what, a, what like, there, I don't think there is really anything to say. There has not been a, the, the, the gap between the Patriots and how they're run and the Jets has been so big for so long. I just don't see a way that it ever closes as long as Bill Belichick is there. I mean, I think it's like a mental block at this point with this franchise where they just, you play the Patriots and it's just, the best you're going to do is like get an squeak out an overtime win like in, like they did in 2015. That's like the yeah. best you're going to do. I think that was the last time that they beat the Patriots it is. and it's the last and time they beat them. <laughs> we are we are a long 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 ways away from the I will not kiss Bill Belichick's rings quote from Rex Ryan which Rexy even uh, did you see I, his comments this week. I'm sure he guys. was. I'm sure he was destroying the Jets. Yeah, I mean, I'm he, sure he was, was destroying. And he's he, you know, with well deserved. You know, it's just Rex. We had those two fun years under Rex. I actually, uh, because they're playing on uh, on the playing the Bengals on Sunday, I reminisced over that Week 17 game that got them into the playoffs, where they beat the Bengals 37 nothing. Yep, I could went, have gone they, to that game, and I did it. Followed it up the next week, and they beat the they beat the Bengals again in Cincinnati. Like, remember yeah. those days? <laughs> I, just... I I remember those days fondly. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I think it comes down to this. Um, it's all about the quarterback, man. It, it's always been about the quarterback with this franchise, it's for, with any NFL franchise. And you look at the Bengals, who were so bad of like recently. Two years ago, and then they get Joe. They get Joe Burrow. They're whatever last year with him, and then they, and then he tears his ACL, and they're horrible. And then he comes in this year, year two. He's feeling great, and the Bengals are five and two. They drafted his favorite wide receiver to throw to, who's been unbelievable, and everything just like everything seems to be falling into place. Like Zach Taylor, everyone was like, "Yeah, like, there's no way." Like that coaching staff is making it like it's been a disaster. Joe Burrow torn ACL. They didn't draft. They didn't draft Penny Sewell. They took Jamar chase when they needed uh, offensive line help to protect Burrow. Well, it looks like the people who took Jamar chase were a little bit smarter than the rest of us. Cause apparently, I mean, we all thought he couldn't catch a football in preseason. Right. So, so, I mean, and, and by the way, I'm, I moved on from the Patriots. We're not that, that like, like Rex famously say. said one time, 
we're burying that football. Yeah, and I hope um, they did something similar because, my God, that I mean, like legitimately, they lost fifty fifty four to thirteen, and it was the first time I think they said that the Jets gave up more than fifty points in like you know twenty five years or something like that. Horrible, dude. It's horrible. And yeah, we're gonna move on. Excuse me, Jesus, uh, to the Bengals, and the Jets are losing this game. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets are gonna lose this football I can't game. Believe, I can't believe the line's only like ten and a half right now. I yeah, only, I mean, I think the only reason it is is because the Jets are home. If they were in Cincinnati. It'd be like hammer 15, 16 hammer, hammer the Bengals. It's gonna be like a like a like a thirty five forty two uh, to six game. Like it's gonna be back to back like thumpings for sure. Yeah. Uh, so th- what, we're not even halfway through the season. Jamar Chase has 750 yards and six touchdowns already. <laughs> um, like he's now 1500 receiving yards in his rookie year, which is like, Oh, like even better than like Odell, yeah. uh, his rookie year, who was unbelievable. Um, I, like, I'd honestly rather talk about the Bengals than the jets. Right. Even, like, this is a jets podcast. And every Jets fan that's listening to this is like, oh my God. Like, yeah, we get it. All right. We feel the same way. Okay. <laughs> we're not we're not we're happy the, about it either. Yo, you don't have to record the podcast and talk <laughs> about the Jets. You're just sitting there listening. All right. We're the ones that have to like figure out what the this team is one in five again. Again. <laughs> like, Connor, this is every year, man. Hey. They were uh, they were zero and six last year, so we, progress. Improvement. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you guys understand. Like every year, like in our chat, like we always are. Like all right, like we 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 we're just like in all your group chats. We get a little. Not, I wouldn't say positive, but like you know, we have we we look forward to football season. Football's great, and I just can't. I mean, you know what? I can tell you because you understand as Jets fans, it's just so frustrating year after year after year. You, 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 that excitement lasts for like a week and a half. Yeah. And then it's just like, all right, um, why do I like this sport again? Like, why, why do I even root for this franchise? Like, what, what have they done to, what have they done to keep our support? Like, I, I, I understand that we're in an, an, a, a fir- we have a first year coach and a first year quarterback. But it just it, it hasn't even been competitive. Getting shut out by the Broncos and and just embarrassed by the Patriots multiple times. Like it's and you're gonna you're you're on, on Halloween you're gonna get blown out by the by the Bengals. The Bengals, who are somehow in first place in the in the AFC uh AFC North. I don't know, man. I'm just I'm I'm real tired of of. It it just feels monotonous. Yeah, I mean it's I I I get I get angry, like thinking about the fact that I have to waste like three hours every Sunday, like watching this team. Did you watch the entire game, or did you happen to like switch over to Red Zone at some point? So I have two TVs set up in my basement, and we set up a computer monitor also because we had the Jets and Giants playing at the same time, and we have Jets right. and Giants uh, that were here watching. Plus, we wanted to have Red Zone. Right. Um, by the second quarter, the Jets game was relegated to the computer monitor. Smart. Good. Um, 
because the Giants were winning and Red Zone deserves a TV. Absolutely. So, I love football. I love football. So do I. It's my favorite sport. I host a we we host a Jets New York Football Jets podcast. <laughs> when was the last time you actually like in, right, other than that ten like you know what? No. It's been six years since we've had an enjoyable season. I don't even need to ask you. I know when the last time you enjoyed a football season was. Correct. You're not enjoying college football season with your with your uh your dukes. My, J- my Jamie Dukes. You know. Um, by the way, been, n- nine overtimes for your boys. Not to like rub it in that they lost, but nine yeah, overtimes it's been, for the Nittany Lions. <laughs> it's been five years for, for when the last time I enjoyed a fo- college football season also. <laughs> and we didn't even fucking win the last game of that season either because of goddamn Sam Darnold. <laughs> I, um, I, I am beaten down. Yeah. I am a dejected and... I'm I'm like I'm lost for words, man. There's and not much. There, there's not much to to say. I mean, come on. we got excited because I think I forget who said it after the game. I think it, it might have been Joe Caparoso, but it was someone on Jets Twitter that this performative stuff that we like bought into before the season started with Robert Sala and the old all gas no brakes stuff, and it's like cool. That's Cool shit to like, you know, start up with when the team's winning. But when you come out and you feel stuff like what happened on Sunday, and it's like, how are I, how are you how are you supposed to like get our faith back? How are you supposed to get like our good get back in our good graces? You go out there, maybe you beat some, you know, you beat a, a really bad Dolphins team once or twice. You beat the Jaguars. Like it's sure. so different from last year too, though. That's the 100%. thing. hundred percent. Because so much because different. I actually like Robert Sala. Right. I think that he's a good dude who has a, a vision and, and I agree with his vision and I want him to succeed. Not that I didn't want Adam Gase to succeed, but it was so obvious how like, what's the word I'm looking for? There are so many words I could use when describing Adam Gates, but it was, it was so just, it was so obvious that, that there would be no success. Right. And and, and his, it was his attitude. Right. That's it true. Was Adam Gates's attitude where he could do no wrong and he took no there was no accountability and there was nothing where there was nothing where he, you, you never saw a moment like there was times where he was like. Like he passed like play calling to Dowell Loggins and was like sitting on the bench with like his, like looking at his like play sheet and claiming that he wasn't calling the plays or he was calling the plays when he what said he wasn't calling that. Like it was just such a shit show and there was no accountability and his attitude was just awful. And it, I mean, it started with those bug eyes from the, the very first <laughs> interview. We knew yeah. it was going to be horrible and every Dolphins fan told us anyway. And we knew yep. also, but Sala. It definitely performative is the right word because that's all it can be until you prove that you can, you know, live by that mantra and actually like, you know, produce results on the field. So, yes, it is performative, but it's I think in a sense it's performative, but it performative is the wrong word. I think I think it's 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 uh, his his words ring hollow. Okay. That's not, not that's, that's not a bad way of going about it. I, I don't think that it's performative because it's not a performance. 
Right. You know what I mean? He's not pretending. He's not. He's his attitude is this. He has that attitude. The attitude you want in a leader. Right. Where Adam Gase was the complete opposite human being. So, you know, as as frustrated as I am with the coaching staff and decisions and whatnot that have been made, it's more so on the offensive side of the ball. And, you know, Salah has done a solid other than last week when they let up 54 fucking points. He's done a, a solid job with this defense that is incredibly young, lost its best pass rusher before the season started, um, you know, and the struggles have been on offense, really. It really has been. The focus of everything, the narrative. There, if you pulled Jets fans right now, they would have, and you said, who are you most upset with? If you put, like, all three coaches, like the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, and the head coach. Like, if you put LaFleur, uh, Ulbrich, and uh, Sala, Sala would be tied with Ulbrich for, like, last. And it would be, like, 5% each, right? Yeah. And 90% would be on Mike LaFleur. Correct. And that's just fan sentiment and who's to blame for the struggles so far this season, because I'm not blaming the defense. I mean, like I said, other than last week, which was, it was not good. The defense. And, and, and I mean, we, we know why the defense didn't play well, because they were missing their quarterback and CJ Mosley. Um, the defense is not to blame. And I'm not, I'm, I'm upset with Robert Sala because he's the head coach and he's in the buck stops with him. Mm-hmm team needs to be better prepared and that's on him but the issues that this team has are on offense and there's so many reasons we can go into why that whether it's whether it's uh poor play calling or losing your quarterback coach before the season starts or zach wilson making bad throws or you want to blame joe douglas for the offensive line that he put together um but you know there's 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 got to be something that we can hold on to. And right now, it doesn't feel like there's anything there. It feels like that part. It literally feels like the part of a, a sports movie where the team's at their lowest. It's like Friday Night Lights when they lose Boomy Miles. Or Mighty Ducks 2 kidding. when they when they lose to Iceland, like, a, like 12 to nothing. I'm experiencing deja vu right now. Like a legitimate, because I feel like we've had this exact conversation (laughs) and you've made that reference. You might be right. And it might have been last year that this happened also (laughs) and the year before that. Because honestly, that sports movie where it's the lowest point and maybe they come back and no, Connor, I'm here to tell you. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. Like I love that analogy. I love that that theme in sports movies. This ain't, this ain't that. a sporty. This ain't a movie, dog. <laughs> this be can we can we can we like take the the vibes from American Underdog and just infuse <laughs> it into the Jets, please? Yes. American Underdog without the like the Nope, over- nope, with it. With it. With it? The overbearing, Everything. like schlockiness of yep. the Kurt Warner life story. Warner's a Hall of Famer. I want we need, we, the Jets need something. They need a spark. <laughs> they need they need to go like uh go to like the supermarket in Florham Park and find like a, a guy who's like bagging groceries. Oh, there. you haven't you haven't heard? That's where they found Mike White. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the Mike so, White era. So hey, but, Jesse, all I'm saying is that his first pass in the NFL was a touchdown. 
And it was a heck of a throw and an even better catch from Corey Davis. It was a little, little, little dinky throw in the end zone. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I didn't even see that coming at all. It was I got I have to say, uh, yeah, he threw, you know, two interceptions, but he really you want to know why he didn't play that badly. Because they weren't he, they weren't throwing, but they weren't like trying to do too much. And he was doing basically exactly what we want Zach Wilson to do. Like he was also like they didn't prepare for him at all. Like so, like that happens sometimes. Hey, and we're gonna we we say it every week, but if you're not preparing for Mike White, are you preparing for him at all? I mean, come on, Bill. Bill Belichick, what are you doing here, man? No, it's like when Geno came in when Russ went down and he kept on moving the ball down the field. They just like the they weren't prepared for that quarterback, and you know when you prepare for for Russell Wilson and you then you get Geno Smith. I mean that's a similar talent drop off to Zach Wilson and Mike White because Mike White is the worst quarterback in the NFL. (laughs) So, um, yeah, man, I. I'm not excited for this football game at all. Me neither. I mean, I couldn't be less excited to, you know, when do you predict you'll fully switch over to red zone? I'm thinking some, I'm thinking probably halftime. I just don't turn it back well, on. Well, when are the giants playing? Um, they're Monday night. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. So this game they're will Monday be on, mute. this game will be on mute on the fire stick and uh red zone will have cable and it'll be up to date. And, there you go. Uh, yeah, there's no way in hell I'm watching a full Jets game this week. It's yeah. just I'm not doing it. If the Jets, if the Jets are like winning, and Mike White is like amazing, I will I will tune in. Don't you worry. Sure. Uh, sure. The game will be on regardless. But like I'm talking about like volume, maybe put it on the main TV. But you know what? You know what? I can not, honestly, you're not getting me up for 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 Mike White. I'm sorry. Right. You know what? You can I can honestly see happening, and it was. I mean, I forget who they were playing. It was during the mono season with Darnold when Trevor Simeon had to come in okay. and then Trevor Simeon got hurt and Luke Falk had to come in. Like, are we going to see Josh Johnson have to come in? Josh Johnson might end up coming in and to play because just, Mike no, White probably no, at that point At that point, we just run the wing T and we have Elijah Moore <laughs> play quarterback. All right. No, 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 no. We have Jameson Crowder play quarterback. That man can at least – we. That man's throwing a touchdown pass in the NFL. Okay. So. All right. Jameson Crowder <laughs> quarterback. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Or you know there what? You no, 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 no. No, you put you have a three man you have a three man backfield, and they're all quarterback. You have Michael Carter, you have Elijah Moore, and you have Jamison Crowder. Jamison Crowder in the middle taking the snap, hands <laughs> up to Elijah Moore on a on a on a on a read, right? They'll never he see it coming. It, keeps it, tosses it over the middle to Corey Davis, and the Jets are rolling, baby. <laughs> They weren't ready for this one. Yeah. What quarterback? We don't need a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, we got a little, uh, little, uh, little block in action from our from our tight ends, and we're running wildcats the whole day. And we're in we're in game. business, baby. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, what's your score prediction for this game? Because I, I'm I don't see this episode being longer than thirty five minutes. We're at twenty seven already. <laughs> uh. I mean, I could see it being like, I think that them getting beat, them letting up 54 points, I, I honestly don't think they go that, it gets that bad again. Because I think also, no, because I, I think, think also think Zach Taylor and the Bengals aren't Bill Belichick and the Pats. Like they'll, if they're, if, if they're winning by like four scores in like the middle of the third quarter, or like the beginning of the fourth, 
then they'll take their foot off the gas. They'll just start running the ball. You know how embarrassing that game was? They ran like they ran like four trick plays against us. Yeah. You know how little respect you have to have for an opponent to run like one trick play? Like no, no I mean, more than one trick play. More than one trick play. Like one trick play, like you're just trying to get them off balance a little bit. Four trick plays means that you just have them. You have this this game not only in your bag, but you like you have prime real estate just inside the brains of the coaches you're facing and it, all four well i think only i think they went three for four on their trick plays yeah i think i think you're um, right. but yeah uh, i mean look, look at this one. i don't think it'll be i don't think it'll be a 50 to nothing thing no. like the patriots but i think it, they'll definitely put up 30 points on the jets easily and i think that the jets will probably end up scoring some points but it'll be like in garbage time when the Bengals, yeah. when the Bengals aren't really playing much anymore I mean, um, you go you go back to the thing about like respect during that Pats game. Why is it so? Why was it so hard for the Jets defense to stop a fucking screen pass? They would throw. They would the throw a screen. Season. Our linebackers are horrible. We have no. CJ Mosley is the only okay linebacker on the team. Everybody else and the safeties are terrible too. You know, there's no one can tackle. We have a solid defensive line. Solid, not good, not not great, but solid. You know. Linebackers are atrocious. Safeties, not that good. Secondary has been up and down and better than we thought it was going to be. But the linebacking, the linebacking core the Jets have is it's all patchwork. It's pathetic. Yeah, it's all patchwork. I mean, when, unless you have Mosley out there telling these guys what to do. And I think I, I don't know how often you watch the like S and Y post game, but I watched. I wa- I tend I tune in, but. You know, they got Bart Scott, they got Willie Cologne, they got um, Doosable, and they're ta- they talk about it. And it's like, it just goes to show you how much of an impact a guy like C.J. Mosley or just like a vet like that has out there when the guys are that young. These guys Jimmy can't... Sherwood was running with his head chopped off last week. He had no they, idea what he was doing. He, they, they gave him, they gave him, they gave him, he was the Mike linebacker. Like, they were, they were talking to him. What the hell? Yeah. And, and like... And look what happens. Now he's out for the season. Like <laughs> John Johnu and Johnu Smith and Honor Henry were eating last yeah. week. Brandon Brandon Bolden had like a hundred receiving yards. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I mean, they made they made Mac Jones like maybe threw like three like three or four bad passes. Two of them honestly should have been interceptions. Like Quincy Williams, but I, he, I can, but he was actually throwing the ball down. To, Quincy Williams, by the way, is not that good. Like he's just we 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 got treated by like the Titans game. He was like that flash in the pan that like everyone hopped on because hey oh Quincy and Quinnen both got a sack in the same game. That's really cool. He's really not very good. Yeah, he and, just like, runs. The he ball runs hit hard. him right. The ball that interception hit him right in the hands and he couldn't catch it. He's like, a bull in a china shop. That's what he is. He, right, exactly. If he makes contact, it'll be it'll be a good it'll be a good like solid hit. But. He is brutal in coverage, and I think that he's obviously – I mean, the whole defense missed C.J. Mosley, but having a vet like that definitely helps. Um, my prediction, I'm going to go like 38 to 10. I was actually just thinking like the exact – like that pretty yeah. much. They get a touchdown in garbage time, you know? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. That's that's generous. Unless Mike White is the next coming of – I mean, they're going to be giving the ball to Michael – coming of anybody, like who, of Joe Namath, I guess? <laughs> they're going to be giving the ball to Michael Carter a lot. Yeah, they will. They so, will. They I mean, will. Uh, maybe this will be a big game for him. Yeah, like I, I I'm not even starting Corey. Like I, like I have, 
like the two uh, wide receivers I debate on are Corey Davis and Odell in my fantasy league. And Elijah Moore is there too, if I feel like it. And I actually started Elijah Moore last week over Corey Davis and ah, got a touchdown out of it. I paid off. Uh, it would have either way it would have paid off they both got touchdowns right so. but uh like odell's like been like relegated very deeply down the list and Corey davis and elijah moore borderline unplayable this week with mike white at quarterback so i, I uh had do, i had to do the same with tyler lockett which i never thought i'd ever say godwin and, yeah godwin and uh and dj moore are locked in there you know who i picked up and who i'm starting who's that randall cobb Ooh, that's a that's a smart play that's a smart play it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> I just no Devante, no Lazard. I'm hoping for five Aaron Jones. I'm hoping for 45 rushing attempts tonight. Give it to oh, me. Oh, yeah. Just give it to me. Just hand the Aaron. Dink and dunk Aaron Jones and, and Randall Cobb, baby. That's, That's all, all we need. need. That's all we need. What People are going to listen to this like, tomorrow. They're going to be like, that fucking, those, those idiots. Because <laughs> <laughs> someone else, who's their tight end? Who's back? Tanyan, in? Robert Tanyan, my yeah, guy. He's going to, he's going to have like the game. Like, please. Rogers is going to throw the ball to him the entire time for some reason. This will start their like little chemistry thing that they do every year. where like, they like later in the season when it gets cold, they, he starts throwing <laughs> Tanyan a little bit. He, like, he, he, like, uh, I mean, I don't, I've never watched it, but like, that's how Rogers goes to like super Saiyan mode. Yeah. He just, find, he just finds one random guy. Like when Devonte Adams isn't there and he's just like, we're gonna team up, and this yep. is gonna be it. <laughs> We're good, man. They're going. To, yeah, they'll do their fusion. All right, man. Um, so yeah, the Jets are gonna lose, and that's it. That's all I got. Um, I actually do have to run. Um, so this was the end. We did thirty-five-ish minutes. That's that's pretty. We, you know, you Jets fans. Considering the, considering the topic, you know. Yeah, not bad. Um, if you want to listen to this podcast, uh, or sorry, if you already listened to this podcast, so. Yep. If you want to listen to any of the other podcasts on Gotham Sports Network's uh, family of podcasts, you can just go to GothamSN.com and you can find them there. Or you can search a Gotham Sports Network on Apple uh, Podcast app, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, if you want to go find us on Twitter, you can do so at GothamSN. You can find me at Jesse Finver. And you can find Connor where? At the NJ Mick. And Why? Because I'm Irish and I'm from New Jersey. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, this was um, well. It's always fun coming to hang with Connor. It is. Uh, I do but, have fun with you do, doing this with you every week. But this despite po- how bad the team is. The, this, the topics are certainly weighing on us. So, <laughs> great, great for your favorite podcast hosts, and uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Hopefully, with uh, something positive to talk about. Probably not, but hopefully. Peace. <laughs>